Hey, this is Lee. I really hope you've been enjoying the Business of Marketing podcast. It's from marketers and for marketers, and my intention is to bring you value, experiences, and insights that you can use. Also, if your company would like to have their own podcast, I would love to help. The team at Content Monster specializes in B2B podcasts. So if we can help, contact me at contentmonster.com. That's contentmonster, M-O-N-S-T-A.com. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome to the Business of Content Podcast, a place where you can learn how to use digital and social media to drive your business and personal brand. And now your hosts, A. Lee Judge and Dante Carter. Once again, welcome to the Business of Content Podcast, where we talk about content creation and how to use it to connect with your audience. I'm A. Lee Judge. And I'm Dante Carter. And today we're going to talk about how do you determine which platform is best to share your original content. I like, I like. All right. So we got three things we're going to hit hit on today. Uh, first of all, how your natural talents can predict the best platform. Uh, secondly, what kind of resources do you need? And third, how the type of business you do can determine the best platform. All right. All right. So you want to kick it off, Dante? We're going to talk about basically, first of all, how your natural talents can predict the best platform. What are your thoughts on that? I think when it comes to really trying to figure out which one of your talents fits a certain platform, I think you've really got to take a hard look at yourself, right? Figure out, okay, what am I good at? And I think we've spoken about this a lot in the past. If uh, if you hate being on camera and you hate the sound of your voice, blogging might be your best option. Mm-hmm. If um, you don't like being on camera but you love speaking, podcasts are great for you and so i think it's really really taking that approach okay what do i like to do because what you love is what's going to resonate most with that audience and Mm -hmm. so if you don't love blogging but you're trying to write and they find all these grammatical errors (laughs) i mean it just shows yeah i think that the natural talent has a lot to do with it because one of the as we discussed before one of the most difficult things about creating content is being consistent and if you don't enjoy or like what you're doing, it's going to be that much more difficult to be consistent. So if you're a writer, just work on that area. Be a writer. Write as much content as you can. Uh, and, you know, don't focus so much on other multimedia types as, you know, podcasts or, or video. I agree. You I might agree. even consider, you know, writing your scripts. If you insist on doing video, use that writing skill to write your script, you know, or write for somebody else to do videos for you. That's true. <laughs> so whatever you do, you know, you figure out what your best thing is. If you have no problem talking, if you're a talker, then start a podcast. I guess that's why we're here right now, right? Yeah. We like to talk. <laughs> yeah. So we're here. There we go. Uh, if if you have no problems with being in front, in front of a camera and you tend to be like the, the one take king or you can just talk and express, tell a good story on camera, then that's that's your place you should be. And I think another thing, just ask yourself, what excites you? I actually get excited about coming in here to record a podcast. I do. I'm just like, wow. You know, it's it's it, it kind of takes me away from the hustle and bustle of the day-to-day mm-hmm. operations of, of running the business. So yeah, it gives me something to look forward to. It's like, wow, I can sit down and really talk about what I do instead of having to spend a whole eight hours actually doing it. <laughs> so I, I enjoy it. And, and what happens is that natural conversation becomes your way to, you can document that conversation and it's more content. Right? That's true. You know, the reason why I want to sort of podcast myself was I found that I was often in uh, very deep, viable conversations. And I thought, wow, you know, 
you and I just learned this from each other. We just had a good conversation, but who else could have benefited from this conversation besides just us? So a podcast is basically, you know, if you know you have those conversations, turn on the microphone and record them. Yeah. I mean, that's the easiest thing to do. I mean, we've, we've talked about this in, in previous podcasts, right? How to sell without selling. People want to know who you are. And the only way for them to find out who you are is to understand what you do and why you love to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so that, you know, in, in terms of documenting instead of creating podcasts, I would say is one of the easiest ways to do that because people have conversations um, and just document their conversation. Another thing about podcasts is that it's almost as good as video in terms of one form of me- one form of media can become another. If we take this podcast we're doing right now, for example, and transcribe it, then it becomes a blog. We have yep. text from it. So if I know my weakness is writing or having the attention to sit down and write a whole blog, this podcast becomes my writing. It's true. Right? Very true. There's so many great tools now. Even even Google itself does really great at transcribing uh, voice into text. You know. And then there's Grammarly. There's, there's these different applications that you can use. So... Um, for me, I'm, I'm always on the go, go, go. And so I think having those extra set of eyes, I mean, I think the more that you, and this kind of bleeds over into the next question of what resources do you need? Mm-hmm. But whenever you can find these options that, okay, I know I'm speed writing because I have this meeting to get to, but if I can put this in Grammarly and I can select, okay, this is for um, a professional setting or if this is going to be casual or informal. I mean, you can mm-hmm. actually click on what you're writing for and then actually have it scanned through to make sure everything fits. I mean, when you're on that go, 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 and you're just trying to make things happen, it's easy. Yeah, yeah. And in fact, I'll give you a, a quick tool that I use for transferring audio or video into text. Uh, the company's called Rev. No sponsorship here, but that's just one that I use, and I'll, I want to always give you some tactical things you can use. Rev.com, R-E-V.com. You can upload a, a podcast, a video, and for a dollar or two, I mean, I think I've never spent more than about twenty, twenty-five dollars tops, and that was for like a whole hour and a half webinar. Wow! Right. So for a minute or two or five-minute video, you're you're going to spend you know a dollar or two for it. You know, it's worth it to get that. In fact, imagine this: if you have a natural conversation and you got a great uh, podcast, you couldn't pay somebody five dollars to write you a blog with that kind of content. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Especially with your expertise behind it, right? Yeah. So so that's blog. So that's uh. For the people who love to talk, definitely podcast. Um, if you are good on camera, you know, and, and I hate to say this is this may be a little risky, but some folks, how can I say this in a political correct way? Some people look better on camera than others, right? <laughs> so if you know you have an unfair advantage of looking good on camera and you're not shy, I would suggest you go for it. <laughs> or if you're just plain uh, comfortable with it, no matter how you look. Okay, yeah. your personality could be one that's such that's so engaging. Uh, you could have a certain amount of energy people want to see. Yeah. Video would be a really good good thing for you. I mean, I, I envy those who can just write. That's the hardest part to, yeah. thing to do. Uh, but for those who are writers and don't like the camera or the microphone, do your blog. Oh, so true. All right, so let's get to the next thing. What kind of resources do you need to create good content? Off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just joking. Well, what are some of your favorites in terms of, you know, when you think of tools or things you need to create certain things, what are some of the things you think of? Let's just say, name your, what, what is your favorite way of creating content? What is yours? Video. Video. Hands down. Okay. Hands down. Um, 
I've got all kind of video editors, but you know, if you don't even want to buy those, I mean, I, if you have an iPhone, iMovie is the easiest thing. I mean, you can, you can chop and splice videos so quickly. You can add music. I mean, it just, it simplifies everything. I, uh, you know, I've shared with you before that I, I, I've all, I also helped my wife with her her PR marketing for her practice, mm-hmm. and I'll come in there and I can record these videos. I'll send them to my phone, and as I'm sitting there talking to her, I'm like, "Hey, you've got three or four how-to videos. You know, do with <laughs> do with them what you will." Yeah, <laughs> and it's just it's it's that easy. The, but I'm just a video guy, so I love doing well, that. For video, I mean, the the bar for video is is so the the bar for entry is so low. You know, you can create high quality video. We're all walking around with these two and four K cameras in our pockets. It was so true. <laughs> something something unheard of five even five years ago, right? Yeah. So we have these high quality cameras in our pocket um, that do pretty decent quality. Even if you plug in your headset or your your air AirPods or whatever, you definitely can get really good audio from these phones. Um, you know, at least enough to start, right? In fact, I'll, I'll go in my phone right now. I'm going to show you some of the apps I have. Uh, I've actually got a folder on my phone of apps that I use for editing video. Uh-oh. So if you if you follow me on LinkedIn or Instagram and you wonder how I did some of the videos, I'm going to give you some tips, some tricks right now of my favorites. Uh, one of my favorites is Video Shop. Uh, these are all I'm, – I'm an iPhone user, by the way, so these are all iPhone apps. Uh-huh. Uh, they may or may not be on Android, probably probably so. Uh, so in my top, uh, my top nine in my, my grouping here, I have Video Shop. I have Clips, which is, I think, a, a Facebook tool. Uh-huh. Um, but Clips allows you to to speak into the, to your camera, and it will um, add a caption as you go along. As you're saying it, it will add captions to it. Um, later, which is a Instagram tool that I use for later, for posting things later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> cut story. Uh, hashtagger I use to find hashtags. Uh, there's Facebook creator. Then I have ones... That are that are good for for shaping the video to different formats. It's very important to to know what format you're sending stuff for. You talking about like InShot? Exactly. Yeah. That's one. Of, yeah. That's my, that one is so pop. I don't even have it in the group. I have it out, <laughs> out by itself. It's out by itself. InShot, SquareKit. Um, let's see. Nutsh- well, that's a different one. Nutshell. Uh, and for text, I have Over. I have Vont, and I have uh, also uh, Text on Video, which is way in the back, so I must not use it very often. Uh, and another favorite is Videorama, but I will say Video Shop, Clips, uh, SquareKit, and um, InShot, my favorites, because I can say, okay, this is going to be for Instagram. I can take one video, reshape it for Instagram, reshape it for LinkedIn, reshape mm-hmm. it for YouTube, uh, add text, add narration. So those are oh, my favorite awesome. tools. And I like the uh, iWatermark as well. You know, oh, got to put the logo on there. There you go. There you go. And, <laughs> you got to put the logo on there. And you'll find after a while, you'll find some of these tools overlap, but there's always one thing that one does better than the other one. So yeah. you may end up with a whole arsenal. So in terms of tools to use, um, so th- that that covers video. So yeah. for audio, now, you know, if you happen to have the luxury of having a studio microphone, that's great, but most people don't. So uh, there's, there's lots of good uh, USB podcasts. Uh, microphones you can get uh, for under $100 even on Amazon yeah. that you can plug straight into your laptop and start podcasting. Uh, there's even several you can use uh, right from your phone where people can call in to the service and actually be guests on your podcast. Uh, I think yeah. it's Anchor. Anchor, the, yep. Yeah, yeah. I got that on my phone right now. 
So as you can see, the, the entry level, if you really want to create content, is very, is very low. It's there. Um, there's definitely the sky in terms of how high you want to go in terms of content level. But to get started, the, the barrier is pretty low. Yeah, very low. Um, and in terms of blogging, I mean, you, you probably have access to Word or even Google Docs is free. Um, and then, you know, Medium is free. So you can yeah. post your content on Medium, on LinkedIn, or go to step a little bit higher and start, a, you know, WordPress blog or something. Yeah. But I, I think Medium's a great a great avenue for if you're looking to get the attention of Forbes or yeah. Inc. Mm -hmm. or um, entrepreneurs, just all these different other outlets that carry such large platforms. Because they're always looking there. They're like, who can we? Who's a great writer mm -hmm. on this small platform yeah. that we can pluck away? And, and media, uh, Medium has really good Google juice. Yeah, you know, it gets attention. Yeah, so great Google juice. Definitely. In fact, if you push, if you place the same blog on your website versus Medium, odds are Medium will get picked up first, um, unless you have a, a blog that has some age to it, or you're very, very, very active on your blog and you keep it updated a lot, and yeah. you and you know how to really manage your SEO. And like I said before, Grammarly is huge. <laughs> now, do you use Grammarly as a as a tool to make sure your writing's correct, or how how else do you use it? Well, like I said, there's ways of for formal writing, mm -hmm. informal writing. Mm -hmm. There's sometimes where I'm writing informally, but I'm so used to, you know, making sure my proposals are together mm -hmm. that Grammarly's like, "Yo, dumb this down a lot." Mm. It's a great piece but you're not writing to where you're going to catch a whole lot of eyes and ears. And so it's, it's a great reminder because you, you have to really understand your target audience. Now, is that at a, at a paid level of grammar? Yeah, it's a okay. paid level. Okay. And so I think it's like five, ten bucks, nothing too bad. Okay. But, you know, and, and that's monthly, but or, I'm sorry, it's 12 bucks monthly. Mm -hmm. But for me, it's worth it because I'm, I'm constantly the, the different target audiences that, that I'm looking to to reach mm -hmm. sometimes they're you're, you're talking about you know folks with doctorate degrees and so mm -hmm. you want to make sure because you know they're going to be scanning through for grammatical right. errors and everything mm -hmm. then sometimes they're everyday people like me and you mm -hmm. and so you want to make sure that you're communicating with them as well right and i think it's also important to know too if when you're writing unless you know as a fact you're writing for a certain high level of of audience you should try to find a sweet spot of average yeah. You know, the average reader is uh, reads at a high school level. Yeah. So if your audience is broad, write for that level. Don't write above because people above it can understand it. People below it can understand it. If you write too high, you can lose audience. Yeah. Um, and so I have the free version of Grammarly that I have, I have the plug-in for. So yeah. whether I'm writing online or just filling out forms even, it's going to check. Everything I write It's going to be yeah. checked. Um, but I can definitely see the advantage in, in having a paid account for, for long-form writing. Yeah. So, no, no, it's huge. Okay. So... Let's go to our last topic, which is, uh, you know, so the overall theme of this this particular show, the the topic is, how do you determine which platform is is best for you to share your content? So the third thing we should talk about is um, how the type of business you do can determine the best platform. Yeah. So I think you know you're talking about whether it's B two B, whether it's B two C, if it's primary, secondary audience, you know, who are you talking to and where are they? And I, I think that's the important part. You know, we discussed it before. It's if you're trying to reach President Trump, <laughs> you're going to go to Twitter. You're not <laughs> going to go to Facebook because you're not going to receive a response from him. But if mm -hmm. you want to engage him, it's Twitter. That's mm -hmm. where you need to engage him. And so I think taking that approach, you, you need to understand, OK, who am I? 
who am I wanting or trying, attempting to engage with? Mm-hmm. Where is this person the most active at? Because you might say, oh, I want to, I want to, you know, uh, I want to engage with, you know, a certain shoe company, you know. I'm trying to refrain from throwing too many brands so out. This, so this is B2B you're talking about then? B2B. Okay. Just to be clear, yeah, B2B. But there, within that company, there's, there's, I'm pretty sure you have one person in mind of who you actually want to engage with. Mm-hmm. So figuring out where is this person the most active. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, I, I do PR. So I'm typically wanting to engage with somebody on that executive staff. Nine times out of ten, those, those executive staffers are the most engaging on LinkedIn. And so it's easier for me to, to go on there and engage them. You know, maybe start liking a few posts, mm-hmm. comment here and there, and then they respond. And then we kind of open it up to, hey, let me send a private message. Yeah, My initial thought was the first thing you want to do is this determine your, your the demographic of your audience. Okay. But I think before that, you made me realize it's not so much the demographic of your audience. It's also, are you looking for a prospect or an audience? Yeah. So in B2B... You're looking for a prospect. Correct. You want to determine where is your prospect? Is your prospect that one person, that one potential customer, are they on LinkedIn? Are they on Facebook? Where are they? On the other side is B2C, where is your audience? You're speaking to a lot of people. Is that mass of audience likely to be on Instagram? Is it likely to be on Facebook, LinkedIn? Where will they be as an audience as opposed to, I need to make a make a deal with one person. Where does this persona of a person Spend their time. Yeah, so with the B2B, yeah, it's it's LinkedIn, going there, engaging them. But if you're talking about B2C, it's okay, where are, they most in, where are they most engaging? A lot of, when I think of B2C and I think of that mass of people, a lot of times they're most engaging where? On Facebook. Mm-hmm. That's where you can really put together, you know, um, a great post, really um, targeting them, really engaging that audience, getting getting feedback, getting them to really start commenting on these posts. But it's like sometimes, depending on on that on that community, I guess you can say, mm-hmm. it may be Instagram, mm-hmm. you know, because there's a lot of, of business that takes place on Instagram. Instagram's really up there as well. So I think it's really identifying, okay, where is this group of folks, whether it's a, a nonprofit, you know, regardless of the foundation, just figuring out where they're the most active. And I think if, uh, you know, if I had to give advice on where to start, where to focus at, I would say if you're B2B, I would definitely put LinkedIn at your highest priority. Yeah. Um, with Twitter a close second. It's a more difficult machine to, to master, but B2B, they're there. Um, and then this one is hard to sell. I warn anybody who's a marketer who's listening. Uh, this one's a very hard one to sell, but I believe in it. Facebook, it's still a big deal in that situation. Uh, if you know how to retarget, if you know how to retarget, choose your audiences um, upload your databases and target people specifically on Facebook because at the end of the day, when mom is talking to the kids in college or when the kids talking to each other or when that that high-level CEO is seeing what his cousin did on vacation last week, he's on Facebook. True. And if in that feed you can, li- you can inject your business into his feed, you can be where he is. Um, but, again, I said that's, that's hard to sell from a marketing standpoint. If you're a marketer, uh, to sell to the the C level of why am I spending money on Facebook? But the bottom line is, businesses sell to business to people, not to businesses. Yeah. So people sell to people, businesses sell to people, 
not to businesses. So you got to get to where those people are. And they're on, everybody's on Facebook. Everybody. Facebook still carries the largest audience, hands yeah. down. And so I think that's where that understanding, you know, and, you know, back to my comment before of, you know, whether it was a certain, you know, shoe company, that's why it's very important to identify, okay, who do I want to contact within that um within that company mm-hmm. who's going to be the best person for me to make that connection and not only that also really identifying is there somebody that i'm connected with on these social media platforms mm-hmm. that can connect me with that person and so mm-hmm. i think um you know to your point of of marketers i, I think there's a way to do everything and i, I think you know to your point it's possible mm-hmm. but it's the it's the game plan it's the strategy it's the tactics that you use to make that yeah that you have to really happen. know the business-minded way to go about using Facebook. You can blow a lot of money on Facebook uh, from, a, from a business standpoint, if you're a business, if you don't know how to retarget, if you don't know the language in terms of how to retarget, how to find those audiences, how to pay to play on Facebook. Uh, Facebook isn't a place, I don't think, for a business to be social um, unless they have some amazing ad agency making funny commercials. Um, it's a place to, to pay to play, and it's a good place to pay, good place to pay to play. <laughs> <laughs> say that five times yeah um but uh now so from a b2c standpoint it, facebook is, is is the king yeah uh along with its its child instagram so to speak um i would say from a standpoint of choosing where to be there it's depend depends on what you're selling if you're selling something that's more visual like if you're selling clothing art um even lifestyle you may do better off on an Instagram yeah, where you can definitely. visualize what you're doing, where you can someone can see it and, and feel like they they've experienced that that thing you're selling. Um, Facebook is very general to where you have to actually do a lot of targeting, even even socially, you know. Um, and given the algorithm and what these companies are in business for, uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, and even Instagram, if you're a business, you're gonna have to pay. That's yeah. that's what they're built for. Don't think you're gonna be social from a business standpoint and get a lot of attention because their business model is for you to pay to be on there. So keep in mind, uh, from a business standpoint, yes, you're going to have to pay more likely to be successful in any platform you're working on. Yeah, and I I think that's where you have to really get away from that that thought of sell, sell, sell. It has to become that, that whole, how do I engage my audience? What can I tell them about my company that they don't know? What Mm -hmm. stories can I share? What do they know the story of our founder? You know what I'm saying? Really telling stories because when I when I watched the movie Founder about the whole McDonald's story, I was just blown away by it. I was just like, man, you know, all of this happened with McDonald's, this company that I grew up loving. Mm-hmm. And it's just like it blows you away. But what I'm you saying never knew is it the whole time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's it's when you when you actually sit down and you, you really start to tell these stories, it impacts your audience. I mean, they grew up loving you. It's kinda like when they made the um, the Walt Disney movie with Tom Hanks, mm-hmm. you know it was you guys already love Walt Disney. Let's reintroduce you to the man. And if you can get your audience on Facebook or Instagram to tell that story for you, that's how you can be social without spending money. Yeah, get people to tell your story for you. Influencer marketing. All right, I think that should wrap it up. We covered those three things pretty well, I think today. Yeah, in uh, depth. I love it. Definitely, definitely. So uh, be sure to like, follow. Vote the podcast up, and uh, we will catch you next time. I'm A. Lee Judge. And I'm Dante Carter. Where can we find you, Dante? Online. Hey, you guys can find me at cartermedia.net. Yeah, I have my blogs. I have a, I have the podcast up there as well, sharing those, soon, putting yeah. those up. Yeah, it's all about 
hacking that algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But um, we're gonna help you do it too. <laughs> yeah. So I, my favorite hangout. This is a lead judge. I'm gonna be on LinkedIn most of the time. Uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, but uh, also check out the website Content Monster M O N S T A dot com. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Adios. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Business of Content podcast. Brought to you by ContentMonster.com and Carter Media. If you enjoyed the show, please don't forget to give it five stars and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform.